Ginger on ginger, ginger on ginger, Jacob has red hair, so does Alex. And welcome to Ginger on Ginger, the show where two redhead comedians choose a word, phrase, or concept and then talk about it through their gingery lens. I'm Jacob Godby. And I'm Alex Tate. Today's episode is brought to you by OMEO. OMEO is a travel booking platform that makes planning a journey in Europe and North America effortless. Just enter your travel details and OMEO will magically give you all the train, bus, flight, and ferry options for your journey. It's never been simpler to book your first real vacation for 2021. Best of all, using OMEO saves you time and money. That's a win-win in our books. Omeo wants to help you leave your house this summer by offering 5% off your next booking. Just head to omeo.com and use the code OMIO5 at checkout. Valid until July 31st for new users on all modes of transport. It's just the pick me up 2021 needs. Omeo, plan, book, and love the journey. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, Alex. Hey, buddy. Um, this is more for the listeners because you were a part of it. I realized that I don't talk to anyone but you. Yep. And you were gone a good <laughs> chunk of this week. Yes. And I just like quadruple texted you. I just continued to talk to you because I was like, I have no one else to send these thoughts to or things to. So I just like quadru And I didn't get any response for like two days. And I was like, maybe he's dead. And then I was like, oh, I forgot he said he's going camping. Yeah. But I want the audience to know. So I was, you know, I... I had a really boring weekend. I didn't do anything. I didn't hang out with any friends. I was feeling a little, maybe a little down on myself um, just because I have nothing to do. And I feel like this summer is just like wasting away and I'm already going back to school soon. And then, so I was like, oh, let me contact my buddy, my best friend, Jacob, not there, no <laughs> response whatsoever. Uh, you know, try to talk to him about a show we're watching, nothing. And then no, no context. He just sends me the, t- I, single text message and it just says paul fart mall poop <laughs> yes paul fart mall poop i haven't heard from you in four days and you just I've, everything else i sent you paul fart mall poop then you started to respond to the things that i sent you <laughs> yeah well i don't know if you remember this but the tv show you were telling me about is dave which is Lil dicky's comedy on fxx yeah and in the newest episode he makes a joke, I, I, a bad joke where the punchline is Paul fart mall poop. And I just happened to be watching it as I was going to text you back about the episode. Oh. So there is context, but I did not provide it within the text. <laughs> I didn't even get any of that. I just, yeah, I just read Paul fart mall poop. What the hell does that mean? Yeah, well, that's what that means. I also, I disagree with your assessment that the newest episode was anxiety inducing i think it was one of the more straightforward episodes of the show and no body horror happened and that made me happy there's been several episodes where you didn't find it so difficult to watch to for dave to treat his friend i can't remember her name in the show like a piece of shit and then just fuck up his cypher and i was like this is the worst yeah it was so hard for me to watch I thought it was painful, but he didn't like split Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's leg open or puke into his ex-girlfriend's back wound. So yeah, I, it wasn't that bad compared to those moments. Somehow that those two season. things were much easier for me to watch than than that episode. I, sh- I struggled with how like awkward and and just like shitty of a person he was being. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That seems to be the uh, the thing this season is how far can we push this character before I stop watching it? 
I, I do want to say that Lil Yachty comes off pretty cool in that episode. <laughs> Lil, well, so that is to replace. So I looked it up. This nobody cares about this at all. Designer was on his real cipher when he really got a part oh. of the uh, freshman for XXL. Um, designer was there. The other person there on his cipher was Anderson Pack. Oh, gotcha. Well, you can't get Anderson, and I don't know if what Designer's up to, but it doesn't seem like much. That's lately. the first time I've heard I've heard Designer speak since Panda. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then and then the verse he starts to say. Yeah. In the episode, that is his cipher verse. Oh, okay. That's like what he starts to but it's interesting because in in real life, he he kills it and everyone largely on like the internet was like, oh, he's probably the best part of that. Like Anderson Pack did okay and designer did terrible, but Lil Dicky was by far the best rapper there. So it's it seems we have now like branched in the show. Nobody cares about this again. To we're now on some like alternative history timeline of because it has just been like following his career trajectory. And now we have like, what if he fucked up that freshman cipher? Bad. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and uh, where does it go from there? I wonder if that's what's happening is what what if he treated everyone in his life like dog shit and it just grinds his career to a halt, you know? Yeah. 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 The show's just going to end with him being a sad, lonely piece of shit and not like <laughs> a successful show now, creator and rapper like he is. On the flip side of that, Ted Lasso season two started and it's off to a great start. So uh, lots go. of positivity and and characters with high emotional intelligence. So <laughs> it's nice. Very yeah, different. I, yeah, I really got to get on that show. Multiple people have told me it's all it's amazing. Yeah, I, I did go camping. I didn't have service at all. Like I even turned my phone on at one point to like check and nothing came through. Um, which is weird because my sister had service and my mom had service enough to even like check an email, but my phone was just shit in the bed. So I, uh, yeah, didn't respond to you <laughs> or a lot of other people. And to be honest, it was great. I love just being around the, well, you know, by and large, my family is the primary people who contact me. So if yeah. I'm with them, yeah, there's no reason to look at my phone. But I did miss a few things from you and I definitely did not shoot the group text like a hey i'm going camping text i just took off <laughs> yeah 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 i have you like mentioned it in passing you said at some point in the summer i'm going camping or something like that and that was like two weeks ago and i was like oh that's now yep that's okay but, you, you live know, your life yeah and i appreciate you thinking i'm dead but not so much that you do anything about it because that that would be a pain in the ass for both of us <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't pursue it in any way, shape, or form. So, but I was like, Jacob will never go forty-eight hours without texting back. He's not that guy. No, that's you. Um, it is. Tell me one good thing you did this weekend, just even if it's a little thing. Um. Did you watch anything you enjoyed? Did you listen to anything you enjoyed? Did you take a bike ride? Nope. No. Just, a, um, just an awful weekend. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was a pretty shit weekend. I got to be honest with you. I bought, I spent a lot of money, which makes me, you know, which is like the retail therapy. I bought yep. all this stuff to finish my bike project, which I, which I had mentioned, what, two weeks ago, three weeks ago? Yes, the restoration. Just have to get the bike back from the sandblasters. It's being sandblasted so I can paint it. Peacock. That sounds cool. Like, how close to, like, like robin's egg blue is peacock peacock is like a it's a color shift shifting paint so it's oh. green 
It's green, blue, and purple, and then back to green, if that makes sense. So if you like shift your head around it, it should change color. That's so cool. That's awesome. Yeah, we'll see. I again, this is all just like an experiment. It's not. I will. In, in total, I'll spend three hundred dollars on it, which I thought. Okay. That's not too bad. Yeah, it's not the end of the world, and it makes me happy. I like. I like it. Really enjoying this project. It's just the sandblasters are taking forever. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> I hate sand. It's coarse. It's rough, and it gets everywhere. Okay. What a reference. What a throwback to the Star Wars episode of last week. <laughs> yeah. If you uh, if you take us to if you want to take us to task with any of our opinions about fandom, let me know because I posted a clip in the Star Wars Reddit, and I am now permanently banned. <laughs> are you? Yeah. And honestly, Wait, what? It started like a no it started like a pretty good little conversation and a lot of people were like, "Listen, the whole fandom's not toxic, but as with any fandom, there are lots of toxic people." And then there was like one person who was like, "Posting this is toxic." And then like 10 minutes later, it was like, "You have been permanently banned from our Star Wars or from posting in our Star Wars." And I was like, "Okay. Honestly, I don't give a, I don't care." Oh like, my. So it's the clip of Sean saying I yes. joined the, the Star Wars fandom and it's the most toxic fucking thing on the planet. Yeah, because, you know, what what if what do people love if not you coming right into their backyard and telling them how to mow their yard? <laughs> yeah, but then them instantly being like toxic about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> way, anyway. to, way to just for, fulfill their like self-fulfilling prophecy there, folks. Yes. So it is the last episode of the month of july 2021 which means that our patrons voted on what we're going to talk about this week now i do have a little bit of an explanation i took a little bit of a liberty here alex because they voted for us to talk about shittiest animals people now yes humans (laughs) that's our answer for you my vote for shittiest animals is people people and then uh kangaroos they're mean right after people mosquitoes but people are below mosquitoes. <laughs> yes. So I've taken a liberty because we just did animals like 20 episodes ago and we talked a lot about animals. Yeah. And a lot of my shittiest animal stories were going to be about bugs this week. So this episode is now insects. So thank you, patrons, uh, for letting me do this. I appreciate it. And I hope you enjoy the episode because our word of the day. Is insects. Insects. I I feel like the older I have gotten, I my threshold for dealing with insects has gone down and down. I can't fucking stand them anymore. I lose my mind. Yeah. I hate them all. I, if they uh, were all to go away, the world would be a better place. It's <laughs> objectively untrue, but I do agree with you. Uh, I Growing up in Montana or Wyoming, right, we have different relationships with insects than a lot of people because i know in my hometown it's like pesticide city to try and and keep insects out of uh you know plots of land and and agriculture and things like that but you know by and large the only thing really bothering us too much up here is mosquitoes right yeah and i will even say growing up in jackson's pretty high altitude so, I mean, it was, it was very, very mild. Truly. Yeah. It was it, like there, there are not a lot of bugs there. And the only ones there are mosquitoes and horseflies. Oh yeah. Yeah. I forgot about horseflies and obviously like bees and stuff or whatever, but, but I, 
despite being allergic, I do like bees. You know, by and large, they have not bothered me and I don't bother them. I submit to you, Alex, that when I lived in California and Texas, that changed my bug tolerance threshold and lowered it <laughs> much more oh. than I thought it would. Absolutely. And there's um, poisonous shit there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, it, you know, the first time I saw a roach was when I was oh, 22 and I moved to California and I saw roaches in the bathroom and I was like, oh, this is what are those are huge. <laughs> And they're disgusting. They're, huge, they're fast. They make they're like very noise. Very fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't they have actually any roach... like skitter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any roach stories from California, but in Texas, one time I walked into my bathroom and I grabbed a towel out of the closet and I shook it out because I was going to use it. And when I shook it out, a roach, like the no. size of, you know, the size of like a peach pit, maybe maybe bigger. Yeah, yeah, a mango pit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It fell onto the ground and like skittered away and I slammed the bathroom door and I just looked at it. I was like, you're not getting out. We're duking this out. <laughs> Good thinking by you. Honestly, yeah, I was They're like, I will have like, you in one room of this house, but no you way cannot. I'm releasing you into this home. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, roaches, man. They're awful. And then the mosquitoes in humid areas like Texas are atrocious. And in fact, shortly before I left Austin, I got a bug bite that just would not quit. I went to work and it, <laughs> what a statement. It, <laughs> it didn't really, he's, he's got an ass that won't quit. No, no, no. He's got a bug bite that won't quit. Oh, <laughs> I went to work and it wasn't bothering me, but then, you know, two or three days in, it starts to swell. And, and what worries me a little bit is that it's getting hot, right? Oh, like to the touch. Like it's, yes. A, a, oh, that is bad. Yeah. So I did. And I don't know, I, this isn't really something I learned in Montana. I learned it later in life when you draw a circle around a bug bite so you right. can measure its growth. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that was a thing until I brought it up at work and someone was like, oh, maybe maybe circle that one. So I did. And sure enough, over the next two days, it gets bigger. And, and did it like start to get hard? It started to get hard. It was hard. It was hot. Uh, so I had good insurance at the time. So I went into a clinic and I was like, hey, can you just take a look at this? And they did, and they laughed at me, and they were like, "It's not a big deal here. Just, uh, just take this, you know, allergy thing. Or yeah, antihistamine. Yeah. Yes, thank you. That you know had more milligrams than my daily antihistamine. Right. Uh, right. And it, the swelling went down and everything. But while I was talking to my boss about my bug bite, she shared a story with me that put the fear of God in my eyes, mm. oh, which no. was that one morning her husband woke up paralyzed from the neck down what yeah in austin and she discovered that he had been bitten by something in the night and so she no. just pumped him full of benadryl and slowly over about two or three hours all feeling came back and he just went about his life like normal when when i tell you i would i mean i would start crying and screaming i i don't know how I would handle I that would like mentally shatter me, I feel like. I Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, and he was just lucky enough to be married to someone who could help him, you know? Like That's what I, if I was like in my if tomorrow morning I wake up paralyzed from the neck down, I mean I I'm oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, it hurts to even think about, right? Like especially I don't know how she figured out that it was a bug bite or why she thought to give him Benadryl and stuff. But yeah, yeah just why like, didn't she immediately call 911 and start screaming and sobbing also? <laughs> and so she, she was known for having a very cool 
had. I had one. She was the older boss, like the the head of the school. And whenever something happened, like an injury or whatever, she was very calm and collected. And then I had a boss who was my age and, you know, equally administratively efficient. However, whenever things would happen, definitely tears involved. One time there was a dead squirrel on the playground and I saw it and I went in to ask the young boss if I could like get like, you know, get it off the playground before the kids go out. Get like a shovel or something and just chuck it into a garbage can. I went in and I went, trigger warning, dead animal. And she started crying and she was like, can you tell the older boss? And I was like, yeah. So she, I didn't even know what it was. I just <laughs> gave her a trigger warning and she, now I'm sorry I'm laughing, but it is a true, it's, it's the juxtaposition of those two people that I'm laughing at. Not that someone is, you know, so kind that even hearing about a dead animal hurts their soul. But, it, but you did charge in there and say trigger warning and then just k- proceed with, the trigger. Well, she asked, like, like I said, trigger warning, and then she said, "Okay, what?" And I said, "Oh, dead I animal. thought you just meant." I thought you just walked in there and went, "Trigger warning, dead animal." No, um, no, no. That's <laughs> not like, the that's point not of enough a time trigger warning. To, that's what yeah, I mean. Yeah. That's why. That's why I was laughing because I thought you just walked in there and went, "Trigger uh, no, warning, no, no, dead no, no, animal." No. no, give a trigger warning. Let them decide if they want to hear the trigger or not, and then give it. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, you're, yeah. you're absolutely right. Okay, <laughs> that's why I was laughing. Do you find, and I wonder if this is a ginger thing, do you find that mosquitoes have a proclivity towards you? See, I was going to say the opposite. Mm. Do I get bit? Of course. Um, sure. Uh, but I've spent a fair amount of time outside, knock on wood, this summer. I've had two mosquito bites. Two. No kidding? Two. I don't yeah. know if I taste like chocolate cake or whatever, but I get eaten alive if I don't do like, layer on thick with like the deep wood stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, I, so that held true all the way up till the, uh, to the time I went to the Everglades in Florida, which I kind of <laughs> told that story, yeah. uh, when, when Brooks was on here, but it, uh, Justin, it was, that just went out the window. My back looked like, uh, like bubble wrap. Ooh. Yikes. That's did, how many mosquito bites were on me. Did you ever see friend of the pod Catherine's legs when she went to washington and ended up getting west nile virus what <laughs> okay this was holy uh, fuck probably four or five years ago at this point i'm sorry Catherine. i will send you this episode so you can hear it but she worked a job and and they she had to go take like some marketing photos at like a vineyard or something and forgot bug spray and got bitten like hundreds of times then oh, contracted no. west nile virus spent the oh, rest of the God. work trip in her hotel room just like trying not to die and then she came back and she showed me her legs and they looked like cottage cheese like they looked like a sock yeah. full of rice that had just been like beaten against a wall <laughs> <laughs> what an analogy i'm sorry Catherine. if this is oh i'm harrowing. so i felt so bad for her like yeah and obviously you know her legs look normal now but yeah, she got West Nile virus, which is honestly Holy for shit. as many people as you and I know that have been bitten by mosquitoes. I think she's the only person I know who got West Nile virus. Yeah, that's insanity. Um, God damn, dude. Speaking of, do you know anyone who's contracted Lyme disease from a tick? No, and I think it's a myth. Do you? Because you no, just haven't not been. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> have you had a tick on you before? I have had a tick on me. I, and again, I, you know, knock on wood here. I don't, I've never had a tick in me. Sure. 
Does that make sense? Yes. Like I, I've like pulled them off of me, but it was just I could just pull them off with my fingers. I have never had to like light a match and burn it out or try to dig it out with the tick remover tool or any of that stuff. I've never had to do any of that. I will say one time I had spent all day out in the woods. I don't know what I was doing. This was at my very first apartment in Missoula. That's not um relevant at all. I just just uh for reference, did you ever go to that place? Your very first one? Yeah. On Johnson? Yeah. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> okay, I can't remember. We filmed um, videos there. Oh yeah, we definitely did. Um, anyway, I, this I this was I had just moved to Missoula and I was still sleeping on an air mattress. I hadn't bought a mattress yet. Yeah. And I was I was going to bed, you know, like like I was done being on my phone because everyone kind of farts around on their phone for a couple. I was going to bed. Had shut off the lights. Had laid down. Ran my hand through my hair. Ugh. And pulled a tick out of my hair. No. And, and I was like, no way. Literally had to wake up, turn all the lights on, strip all the, I get butt ass naked, strip all the bedding off my bed and like search everything and like go search my body and everything like that. And I was like, you are. And then I was just awake. Yeah. Oh man. This episode is, I've itched my head like so much. <laughs> I'm getting so itchy right now. <laughs> I definitely remember having a tick or two when I was young. And I feel like. I, when I was babysitting in Los Angeles, this family like lived up in the hills and there, apparently there are a lot of ticks there, which I didn't know, but my last week of working for this family, their dog got one like right in his like tear duct. Oh my. Yeah. And I, so I had to like headlock the poor little guy and (laughs) pull a tick out of his eye basically. Oh fuck. Not fun. And then the very last day, the four-year-old got a tick at the base of her neck and I pulled that out as well. But you, you know, I haven't had to use like a match or a removal tool. Usually if you get tweezers and then you just grab where it's in there and you just squeeze that for a few seconds, they'll like let go and you can pull it out. Uh, but yeah, yeah I've never had to do that. I, yeah, I honestly, I think ticks might be worse than mosquitoes, like mosquitoes, whatever you can put a little anti itch cream on it, but a tick is like actively sucking your blood. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was, yeah, I was about to ask, have you ever had a leech? I know that's not an insect in any way, but I've never had, had a leech. I have, I have seen had a leech on someone me. who have a leech. Does it hurt taking it off? It's a pinch. Okay. It's just like a pinch. Um, I thought it was going to hurt super badly. Um, and I, I was at summer camp mm. or the equivalent of like a two week summer camp. And we were swimming in a dodgy lake and a lot of kids had leeches and it was just on my calf. It wasn't anywhere weird or anything like that but i remember if if i wasn't around like older kids that i thought were cool and girls i thought were cute i would have freaked out a lot more than i did sure if that makes sense (laughs) it was only the social pressure that i was like oh i got a leech Uh oh (laughs) and i just like pulled it off and i was like oh see and that but inside paralysis yeah oh yeah i there's this like hot spring near my hometown called warm springs i guess i don't know if it's hot or not but right I went as a kid with some people and someone got a leech and I don't think I've been back. Like it terrified me so much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're like the grossest things on the planet. Have, well, I, have I told my, um, getting the last time I was stung by a wasp story. Oh, I don't think so. On this podcast. I It's not a super interesting story. I just think it's mildly funny. I, this was when I was 19, I was saving up to travel around the world and I was working uh, three jobs at the time and on 
Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I would have double shifts, which means I would do one of my jobs, a full eight-hour shifts at one of my jobs, and then go to the other one of my jobs and do another eight-hour shifts. Eight hours. Um. So I I got done with my first job, which was the bungee trampoline attendant. I've talked about <laughs> it a couple of times. It's yeah. a um. It's kind of a dirty job. I'd like I and I just mean that as an I physically got dirty. I was on like yeah trampolines you, and like fixing winches all day and stuff getting like sprayed that. by old women's urine yeah 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 and um it's just hot and muggy and sweaty and and then my second job was uh bar back and server at like a four-star restaurant in jackson <laughs> and um so i always drove to the parking lot got changed in my car into like slacks and a white colored t-shirt and tried not to touch the shirt or not white colored shirt and tried not to touch the shirt as much. So then I could like wash my hands. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and like, I would just take like a Jersey shower. I don't know what else to call it. I would just deodorant up and it, no one ever called me out on it. Um, so I was in my car and there was, I saw the wasp in there, but I was running a little late and I was like, honestly, I don't have time to be bothered by this wasp. I haven't been stung by a wasp since I was like four years old. And I don't think I'm going to get stung now. Ah, you assumed you were infallible. Um, it was really hot that day. It was really hot that day. And I had, and this is the last time I ever did this. I had gel deodorant, like, you know, like the blue Ew, gel yeah. deodorant, uh-huh. you know, whatever. I was a 19 and an idiot. Um, don't buy gel deodorant, by the way. It's it's gross. Um, everyone thinks you're gross for it. You're talking about the ones, right? Like it's almost like a grid on top, and then it comes out in like little. Uh, and it's like blue. It's like it it looks like like blue gel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know? I do uh, like I do the Old Spice, and it is blue. It's not like white deodorant, but it's not like the gel liquidy. Like yeah, no, that, yeah. this was like okay. liquidy jelly stuff. Yeah, yeah. I bought terrible. one of those ones like on accident, and yeah, it's disgusting. Um, and so I have my slacks on, but my, my fly is undone and they're totally open because I need to tuck my shirt in still. Mm -hmm. And I throw my shirt on and I, I think I like must've pinched it when I did that. I'm trying to do like three things at worst. So I'm trying, as I put my hands through the shirt, I grab my deodorant and open it right as I open it. It was so hot. It had turned to pure liquid. (laughs) Yeah. Absolute like a, like water liquid. It poured all over my black slacks. I jerk back more. And that's when it stung me like right on the spine, like right in a spot. I can't reach. Oh, I go, ah, fuck. I have no shoes on. My pants are fully open and now have this like fat, fastly drying white, substance on them Mm -hmm. and i get out in the parking lot of this four-star hotel and restaurant and start like dancing around and being like shit shit like cussing up a storm like fuck ow god damn Ah." i then have to put on my (laughs) i'm sure it was a sight i then have to put back on my disgusting shorts that i worked in and go to my boss and like creep around and be like hey and he's like you're fucking late and i'm like dude i don't have any more pants i spilled my deodorant on him also i got stung by a wasp <laughs> he's like what is that and i he's he was a big dude anyway that's not it's i had he had an extra pair of pants but they were size like 40 oh nice and i had to like <laughs> i had to like wrench them down super yeah. super small and everyone made fun of me <laughs> i got stung at a barbecue one time by a bee and it swelled up to about baseball size 
And so I have an EpiPen with me pretty much everywhere I go because I don't know what's going to happen next time. Hooray. And it does get worse. It gets like progressively worse. Yeah, exactly. My father is like, if he doesn't get an EpiPen and he gets stung again, dead. Like that's the end of story. But let's wrap it up with spiders. Let's talk about spiders. See, now I, everyone's like, I'm not afraid of spiders. I'll say that off the bat. And if a spider were to fall on my face, I would lose my shit. I'm not I would afraid start of going small to, spiders. And I would get rid of it. Yeah. Um, but if I see a spider, I will just calmly kill it. I don't know. I'm just, I go, no, thank you. Yeah. I have even in the last couple of years just tried to capture things and put them back outside. It depends, you know, because it's way way less gross to like capture a roach and let it go back outside than like get that with your oh, foot oh yeah or, i, I mean, hate there's, it there's so much meat on those fuckers. Yeah, yeah yeah exactly i don't mind small spiders it's whatever however in austin one time again yeah at the youtube channel there was a spider and i'm trying to think of how to describe this there was a spider like the size of like a bottle of ibuprofen just like a <laughs> oh okay it came right. in and I, I find that huge. It's it was it was massive, and everyone I, I, when you say bottle out. of ibuprofen, I think that's a fucking gigantic spider. Yeah, yeah, like the medium sized bottle of ibuprofen. Not like, like and I don't well, know what still, kind of spider still, it was. That's bigger than any spider I have ever seen. That isn't same. a tar- tarantula that came to school for <laughs> same. Do so you want to see this cool tarantula? And then I was like, cool, and that's it. I've never yeah. seen a spider that big in the wild ever. They don't make spiders that big in the wild in Montana or yeah. Wyoming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, in in but and and one guy had like work boots on for some reason, and so he you know took care of it, if you will. Yeah. And but yeah, the rest of us like got up on our desks and we were like, no, <laughs> can't do it. Like it was disgusting. What kind and, of spider was it? Do you know? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't. I I think I looked it up at the time. I don't remember what kind it was, but that's uh, my big moral for this episode is that. If you're listening to this from a northern state, you have it good. <laughs> Go down to yeah. Texas and and you'll experience real insects and or whenever the I visit that come with them. Whenever I visit more southern places and the bugs are bad, I tell everyone and they're, I, they're like, "Where are you from?" I go Montana, and I live there because of the fucking bugs. Yeah, because I don't have to deal with this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've been a lot of places, you know, especially like closer to the equator and stuff that I'm sure I had just very different like you've seen global insects oh yeah i mean i've been in the jungle in like australia and vietnam and stuff like that and and i I mean i went on a hike in australia and i talked to the to the to the forest ranger whatever at the front desk i don't know if they're called forest rangers in australia i'm sorry if they're not i think it's Um, called forest ranger uh god and she was like she just very casually, she was like, if you get bitten by anything, it's a good thing to like go to the hospital and get it checked out, you know, because th- there's just so much poisonous and venomous stuff around here. So that's the thing. And then about <laughs> 2.4 miles later, and I go, excuse me? And I go, and I kind of <laughs> laughed and she and I was like, you're just joking about the bite thing, right? And she was like, nope. If, if you get bitten by anything, good idea to go to the hospital unless you can identify it. But she was like, but you're not from here. So you, and I was like, I can't identify it. And she was like, yeah, if you get a single bite, uh, go to the hospital. I was like, right. <laughs> okay. That's essentially what I've heard uh, about Australia as well. <laughs> yeah, I was I was in north uh, northeastern Australia, which is exactly where all the bad stuff is. And I was like, dude, what? 
<laughs> Why did I come here? <laughs> yeah. All right, you ready for a police blotter, Alex? Yep. Police A bartender requested officers for an individual in the bathroom damaging fixtures. Officers responded and cited the individual for disorderly conduct and criminal mischief. I'm sure they were like drunk or, or maybe not not having having like a mental episode or something like that. And they were breaking stuff. But I like to imagine that just means they were just dropping huge loads in toilets. <laughs> call 911. They called they the cops. Just, they're damaging my bathroom fixtures. They're fucking destroying these toilets. <laughs> but I like to think, ah, is it? Oh, 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 it's uh, it's walk hard. It's Dewey Cox. Where every time oh, he gets I've angry, I've also only seen that movie one time, but yeah, it's phenomenal. And he runs in and he just rips sinks out of the wall. And at one point, he runs into a bathroom and he rips like three in a row out of the wall while he's like crying. That's what that reminds me of. Maybe this guy had just watched that scene and he's like, "That looks like a good time." Yeah, exactly. A nine one one caller reported two young children were at their door at two a.m. and stated they were lost. Officers responded and located the residence where the children were staying and reunited them with their family. The children were sleeping outside in the yard and wandered away. <laughs> oh, so they were having some like just normal backyard camp out and just walked off. Yeah, they were like, hey, you want to go get lost? And one friend's like, hell yeah, let's do it. And then they did get lost. Yeah, I don't. You have to be pretty young to get lost in my hometown. It is not a large place. <laughs> and also, But also that's a testament to your small town that these kids felt that they could knock on any random door. At 2 a.m. and someone at, helped them find their yeah, parents. At 2 yeah, a.m. Right. and be like, uh, we are lost. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. That You wouldn't do that in a lot of places. Just, no. Fuck no. I think I'll knock on this door. <laughs> I wouldn't do that as an adult. I know. Me neither. Me neither. I often think about that. Like, when if, if, if my car breaks down or something and I'm stuck on the side of the road and someone slows down to help me, I'll be like, no, 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 keep moving. <laughs> yeah, it depends on where. If I'm in rural Montana, I would actually feel safer. I'd be like, yeah, it's probably some farmer. Yeah. Yeah, probably some farmer. He's just going to take me back to the barn. And... He can probably fix it right there on the side. Honestly, oh, yeah, yeah. Your fucking distributor cap went out. Just rub some pit sweat on it. And you're like, what? Yeah. And you're like, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it old, it's old tail. It work work every time. You're like, excuse me? You need a new spark plug. Lucky for you, I got a bunch in the back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, Why great. do you, yeah. you just carry these around? Never know. <laughs> You're not wrong. A caller reported a suspicious vehicle parked in the neighborhood for a few hours. An officer responded and made contact with a Northwestern Energy consultant doing a survey in the oh, area. Oh my God. Did it not fucking say Northwestern Energy on the side of it? What do you mean suspicious vehicle? I think maybe... It totally said Northwestern Energy on the side, and this person has beef with Northwestern Energy, which who doesn't? And um, they were like, I'm just going to call the cops on these people just to make their day slightly worse because I it's Yeah, that's possible. They also maybe like Northwestern has like a company suburban or something, and the boss was like doing a survey today because someone was out. Like that's a possibility as well. Just doing but... a survey in a blacked out. SUV. <laughs> which again, yes, suspicious vehicle. Would I call the cops? No. Nope. Oh, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Due to a gust NATO event in Lewistown, EMS yeah. was called out to numerous property damage and fire calls. Wow. Gust NATO. Gust NATO. That is not a meteorological term. No, I don't think so. I'm going to stick with tornado or wind gust. I don't know. Yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like a bad sci-fi movie. Gustnado. Gustnado. It's like Sharknado, but just with the wind. And so you mean like a tornado? <laughs> no. 
no. Gustnado. It's, it features more gusts. Yeah, at least a Sharknado had sharks in it. Yeah, but this has got like windier wind. This one, this next one is a, is near your front door. A oh. caller requested to speak to an officer about an issue with his family member's driver's license. Due to an issue at the DMV, the license was combined with a person with a similar name in Bozeman. The caller was directed to the local DMV office. Wow. So they yeah. had like the exact same name and they got their like their identity was confused. Apparently. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Like you'd think at this point in the process, we'd know how to avoid things like that. But that's I'm like not a um, DMV specialist. So I don't dude, know. Uh, Nate Bargatze, the comedian. Yeah. Um, he has a joke that happened to him, but he his passport said Nathaniel and his driver's license said Nathan. And it like ruined his entire life. Oh, my God. I bet. <laughs> And you'd think we would just have a way around that at this point. Yeah, and the people were like, these two aren't the same. And he was was trying to argue with people like, you can see how we got that, right? You can see how one was Nathaniel and one was Nathan. You understand that, right? (laughs) And the last one, Alex. Well, it's a full week. A caller reported someone was parking in front of their house and then going to the pool. Not the pool of the house, the city pool. The caller requested to know if this was legal. The caller was advised the area in front of their residence was a public street, and as long as the vehicle was not obstructing a fire hydrant or a driveway, it was legal for anyone to park there. What a crotchety old grumpy piece of shit. Here's what I actually think, okay? I, I That's what I thought at first, but I'm thinking a little more into this, right? The old people that live around the city park probably have been there for quite a while. They know that kids are going to park in front of their house like that's not a big deal this to me reads more like someone who recently moved to town for some like peace and quiet and you know like a quaint living situation and they moved close to to the city park before the pool was open for the year and now they're mad and i could be wrong about that but it's you think uh, it's some new blood who was like uh you know nobody told me people could park in front of my house and it's like yeah i mean this is still like a functioning town Oh, yeah. I just had that conversation with someone. I, I don't remember who I was with. And they were like, you think I can park here? And I was like, yeah, it's a public street. <laughs> like, you can park anywhere you want. Like, <laughs> did you still how get, streets work. Did you get those questions? I mean, I grew up in a small town as well, you know, but people would ask you just insane questions like, do you guys have a grocery store? To their credit, there are towns in Montana that don't have grocery stores. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yours did. And you're like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, 6,000 people live here. It's not nothing right exactly well alex that was a riveting insect episode thank you for talking to me oh god i hate him i feel like i could have kept (laughs) going for a while i know same but we are going to keep going in the after dark and this week i've brought a sketch a brand new gingers on ice sketch that i need your feedback on so i can write a second draft of it so if you want to hear a brand new sketch join us in gingers after dark at patreon.com slash ginger on ginger and if not we will see you next week Bye-bye. Bye. Ginger on Ginger is brought to you by me accidentally recording through my laptop mic. I'm sorry it won't happen again.